Lord, sanctify us by your truth. Your word alone is the truth. I love you all. I love you, fathers. Oh, yeah, thanks. I could say like a million times without my heart. It reminds the passage, dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our action. Have you ever had a romance with the symptoms such as heartbeat and sleepless night? Have you missed him or her even when you are with him or her? Maybe at least one or two or none in your life? Please do not answer right now. Your answer may cause trouble even in Father's Day, no forgiveness. And I will get a big responsibility to a complaint because I have stirred your calmed heart or almost forgotten memory. Yes, I have some memories. I really better forget those glorious days. But somehow I forget the Greek word from the seminary but not those glorious days. Too many girls sent a letter to me, I like you, I love you. Among those girls, I remember one is my wife now. I believe that being a Paul's wife is a huge blessing and a big privilege as a woman. <laughs> However, the reality is nowhere close, as you all have already noticed. A love from my emotions and hormone moving is not going to last more than three years, according to my personal experience. So we've been in marriage like 16 years means good. <laughs> in the beginning of an encounter, there is nothing to blame. Everything is so beautiful. However, when time had passed, my eyes got bigger and brighter and seeing the blemishes. Finally, in the end, I saw the Paul that who looked for the reason to nicely break up. Was that real love? I know at least that I was honest with my emotions, bravely, and sometimes too bravely. However, I know one thing clearly. The love which I've experienced was not even close to the love that the Bible talks about. The love from the Bible is not like love defined from the biologist or psychologist. Therefore, we cannot approach to understand these passages. Dear children, let us not love with word or speech, but with actions and in truth. Or love your neighbor as yourself. Love your enemy. Love your God. The love of God is perfect love. It is like a brightest light so that no darkness cannot overcome it. It is like the purest stream, so that it touches our parched heart 
and lives always. The love of God is an unchanging love. Even we show our back to Him, His love keeps dwelling with us. In the 21st century, the love of God is considered like the eclipse of the sun. The sun is there whether we can see or not. No one doubting on it. No one tries to prove the existence of the sun while they are at night. However, people keep looking for the evidence of God's existence. God, the true love, sent his love to us. He sent his only son, Jesus Christ, to us so that his love from ancient time was fulfilled among us. It is what the world-famous Bible verse John 3.16 says. The Christian's love for the world starts with the cross. Therefore, the requested love from the Bible cannot occur without the cross. Without the love of God, all of love songs and our actions and among us can only be considered as 1 Corinthians chapter 13 says, if I speak in a tongue of a man or an angel, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or cleansing symbol. A man and a woman met in a heart troubling so they got married. The love seems to go on forever like a diamond ring, but crisis was coming soon. Reality and fantasy cannot go together in many cases. On the wedding ceremony, the believers make vows to each other in the presence of God. A fundamental ground of the family is the love of God in the Bible. We says amen to the message on the wedding day. Husbands, love your wives as Jesus Christ loved the church and gave himself up for it. And wives, submit yourselves to your own husband as you do the Lord. The hormones are not really a matter for the Christian family. So you cannot be excused for not loving and caring for your family by saying, my life's too dry, not because of me, because of my partner or because of my roommate. When Christ loved his church, he did not care about the size. He did not care about its character. He did not care about its background. But he looked closely where the people's heart he accepts us as he is. And he cleans us and he polishes us by his blood, by his love. The love of God is the love of the cross, the homework of love. We got the homework. Jesus says, if you're doing my will, you're my disciple, my friend, then love your neighbor. The homework is given from the school of love but is not the test of your ability, but a joyful privilege to live in the love of Christ and to be the love letter written by the Holy Spirit to the world. The command of love was fulfilled on the cross. Jesus' true obedience 
And the command of the love is being fulfilled in the disciples like you and me with the true understanding of the love on the cross. And command of love will be fulfilled on the last day. If we still have a strong, stubborn ego in our lives, we lose a chance to give all the glory to the Lord. I am sorry for someone who was discouraged or burned while serving the Lord in this church due to bad reactions or unloving criticism on your serving from others. However, remember the truth. The Lord clearly remembers what you have done for Him without any bias. We all know the centurion Cornelius from the book of Acts chapter 10. The angel appeared to him and said, Your prayer and gift to the poor have come up as a memorial offering before God. Whatever you do for the Lord, he remembered that. He considered it as a memorial offering for him. He has never missed your prayer and gift. When we go forward to the world as a visible church, we often want to see the result of our work. However, when we go one step forward to the world with the true love of God, there is nothing to say or remember in the sense of we did. Jesus, he did it all. Our sins are forgiven, forgotten forever. In the same way, the followers of Christ must forget our own merit because we have done nothing, but Jesus has done through us. That must be our confession. We are saved by faith alone, not by our own merit. In other words, our sinful doing is not counted on your salvational status. However, why do we want to count our merit to emphasize our righteousness? Isn't it enough to know God take your loving life as your memorial offering? We are going to the world in the light of the love of Christ. Jesus said, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friend. Who is the friend of Jesus? Jesus said, you are my friend if you do what I command. Jesus called us friends. We were a slave of sin, but Jesus has freed us. He paid for everything what his blood. If you think a little, who possessed you? Jesus. He paid. The Father did not want to treat us as his slaves. He wanted to take care as his own children. The Father gives us to live in freedom and in the truth. John said to the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really are my disciples. Then you will know the truth, 
and the truth will set you free. There is a conditional process. First, do you hold to Jesus' teaching firmly, strongly? If the answer is yes, you are a real Jesus' disciple. The benefit of being a disciple is knowing his truth, knowing the truth. From that heavenly knowledge, you will enjoy your free life away from the burden of your own sin. The gospel set you free. A person who lives in the word of God is called a friend and disciple of Jesus. A slave does not know his master's will and does not need to know it. Just do it. But a friend knows the master's will and trusts it. Therefore, there is joy from doing it. The reason why Jesus gave us a new commission, new homework, was to share his joy. He got the joy from the Father to obey his Father's way. And then he wants to share that joy with us. It's our turn. He gave up his life for us. He called us a friend. And it is our turn to give up our life for him. As the Father has loved me, so I have, I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that, could we read all together, saying, my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be complete. We were recovered to our original status by Jesus, and we are called friend of Jesus, child of God, disciple of Jesus, and we got new commands from Jesus, love each other, love your enemy. Can you love your enemy? It is not easy. Frankly saying, it seems like for me, mission impossible. How can we die for others? However, we know Jesus did. And we also have heard a many people who gave up their lives for others in various occasions, situations. Jesus did that as a God-man, and other heroes have done it as a regular man. If you are really good at calculating plus-minus in your head really fast, be careful there might be a little bit of an obstacle for following Jesus. Paul said, I want you to be wise about what is good and innocent about what is evil. Be wise to know Jesus' will and obey. It's okay to hear full from other people if it comes from what you believe and live. I already emphasized that if your neighbor, non-believer neighbors, didn't see any differences from their life and your life, there's something wrong. This is a life of the innocence in this simple world. Without putting yourself down, we cannot be wise about our Lord's will and cannot be innocent about what is evil. It reminds me of the rich young man who could not give up his possessions 
He met to Jesus Christ and asked, how can I get to salvation? Jesus says, follow me. But he had too many things to give up. When Jesus asks you, come and follow me, it is not the literal meaning in which you must leave your family and business, but it means that Jesus asks you, can I be the purpose of your life? In other words, can I have what you are? It is my personal confession. When the Lord guided my steps from the Methodist pastor to a Lutheran one, I had a couple things to give up. When I was determined to become a pastor instead of a businessman, I had to give up a couple things also. However, I still hold my dream about energy drink in my office fridge. I have told you several times the reason why I want to be a pastor, not only guidance of the Lord, but also when I visit the pastor's house in Korea, most of all, they have a couple boxes of energy drink always from their church members. I wish it works in this country also. Do you remember when Jesus prayed at the Gethsemane? He asked what he wanted, but he gave up his will, but follow his Father's will. Love everyone. It is impossible without giving up, giving up your life to Jesus. We are so busy to keeping our own pride, positions, and honors so that we cannot serve and love our neighbors, even own families right now. We keep saying, maybe later, when the situation allows it, but we all know the fact the situation will not to come easily without changing your and my mindset. Loving your neighbor as yourself, it can mean when Jesus truly dwells in you, and then loving your neighbor, it could happen in the process of Jesus' business through your life. And Jesus loves his people through his friend and disciples' life. That means us, when his purpose drives your life. The status of being a friend of Jesus is given to us as a gift. How about the status of the disciple of Jesus? Technically, it also given to us. However, it is the title given among the friends of Jesus who devoted their lives with joy and gave effort for the holiness. So for me, it sounds like being a friend of Jesus and being a disciple of Jesus is similar ground, but somehow the disciple of Jesus has a little more devoted life and then close to the holiness sanctified deeply. Thankfully, our church name is... What is your church name? <laughs> apostles. You mean the apostles of Jesus, 12? Or we are apostles. The 12 apostles expanded to all believers through Jesus' crucifixion and resurrection. Apostles and disciples can share the meaning now if the answer for the question Who's the apostle and who's the disciple? Answer is Jesus. The dictionary definition of a disciple is someone 
who follows another person or another way of life, and who submit himself to the discipline teaching of what leader or way. So if we add Jesus' disciple, it means believers who follow Jesus' teaching and way of life and submit himself or herself to Jesus. Loving everybody is a special task for Jesus' disciple. We cannot handle this mission with our own abilities. I do not have to go far to find an example, ugly example. I am the one who struggle in, to accept and understand my teenager son who acts like a prototype of Ho Chang's teenager era. He did that what I did when I was his age, but I'm really uncomfortable to see that. But we have good news, and we have hope. Jesus came to this world to complete the law instead of abolishing the law. As a son of sin, the law is a burden and condemnation. But now, as a children of God, friend of Jesus, disciple of Jesus, the law is a joyful guidance to follow, to protect you, and we can count on the law of God to be an instruction for bearing more fruit in our lives. Loving your neighbors starts from the gospel. Jesus did that for you all, and the law, pure law, guide you to do that as a fruit. Paul says, Christ Jesus who died, more than that, who was raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword. No one and nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. It is our turn to give up our lives to him with joy. Give it to him. He will use it. Here are a couple makeable instructions from the Apostle Paul. Book of Colossians, chapter 4 says, Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Beautiful word, but it is not easy. So I suggest you come to the join our prayer praising night, and we will do it together. No reactions. And pray for us, too, that God may open the door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. The pastors, teachers, and missionaries need your prayers. Do not forget when you all call pastors or teachers or send missionaries, we all promise that we will support them with offerings and your prayers. I heard that when I installed, like a year ago, already been one year, you all congregation said, yes, I will support his ministry with prayer. Didn't you? Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. Please pray for your local pastors, 
they are human beings. And be wise in the way you act toward outsiders, means your neighbors. Make the most of every opportunity. And let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. Love others? It is possible by starting with your intercessional prayer for them and be wise in acting and to say. Seasoned with salt, it means that your word and action must be seasoned with the love of Christ. Could be delicious. When the people see your life, taste your life, it's meaningful and characteristic person in your faith in Christ. Let people know you are a friend and disciple of Jesus. And second, humble yourself in the word of God. The word of God will take away your bad stuffs and fill with grace and mercy. And the last, let him live in you. Let him use your life as his instrument. Don't forget how many times Pastor Chung emphasized we are aroma of Christ. We are a love letter to the world. Amen.